So I had a conversation with God and I basically said, God, you know me, you know your son. I'm not the best person at saying no. <laughs> so the only way I can leave <laughs> is if I get sacked. And <laughs> and then I think two weeks later... You pray to be sacked? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, <laughs> exactly. So that's exactly what people said in the church when they heard testimony they were like what <laughs> so so yeah so what happened so I think two weeks later I yeah alright alright so today we are joined by Scott Oheni Inyaku is that correct that's correct that's correct yeah did I say your surname right you said it better than I do, so it's good. <laughs> I'll, it I'll tell you do, so why I said it. I'll it tell you good. why it I probably good. said it better than you because I went to school in Ghana with someone with that exact same surname, so I had to learn how to say it. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, when I was in Morningstar, same surname, same same surname. So really, that's that's where that came from. Scott, okay. yeah. <laughs> oh. How are you feeling? How are you feeling? Welcome to a, a conversation with series at the Sound of Accra. How are you feeling, Scott? I'm feeling very good. I'm feeling, I'm feeling well. I'm feeling, I'm feeling, I'm feeling excited for the conversation as well. Actually, so it's been good. The sun is shining. <laughs> We're here. We're doing good. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Excellent. And the sun is shining, and so shall it continue to 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 shine across the weekend. Hopefully, um, I'm hearing in the Accra right now it's uh, it's not as hot in the UK, so yeah. a little bit of competition, a yeah. little bit of uh, <laughs> trans trans transatlantic competition. Um, mm. but hopefully, we can we can make the podcast hotter than both countries. So let's yeah. see how we get on. All Definitely. right. All right. So, so, so for those of you who don't know about Scott, just a very, just a micro bio here. So Scott is the founder of 478 Studios. They are design and creative studios. Scott's going to tell us a little bit more about, um, the 478 agency. And also he's a husband and he is a father. So we'll learn more about fatherhood and we'll learn more about his faith and, and other, other things that regards to Scott. So Scott, let's go straight into it. All right. So, um, Give us a quick introduction about 478 Studios and first of all, why the name 478? I mean, that's quite random. I mean, I'm sure you can help us out and let us understand yeah. that. So, yeah, I get asked that quite a lot. And it's quite a unique and quite an odd number to use for a name of a company, full stop. But the story behind 478 Studios is, first of all, I wanted to, at the time of my life where I decided to go back into being an entrepreneur, I was going through like a bit of a reflective stage. So I kind of wanted to create a business that kind of reflected where I am and where I want to go in my life in terms of something that is reflective of my mission, my purpose. And the number is actually a number that actually kind of like developed over time during a project I did back at uni. So I went to uni at Leeds and my final projects before we graduated was all about black stereotypes. And it came to the point where after weeks and weeks of research and surveys with various members of the campus on campus. It came to a point where I was now deadline days coming and I had no name for the project whatsoever. And the project was all around trying to ask people to ask answer some quite thought provoking questions around how they perceive and interact with people of colour, in particular black people, around the whole premise around stereotyping. And I think the narrative for that project was all around, was all around the idea that until you get closer to people like you do in art, you aren't able to see the new, the unique nuances and the imperfections and the perfect elements about that person. 
And so before you, you can, before you decide to make a judgment, get a little bit closer to the person before you make that stereotype. And that was the kind of like purpose of the net of that whole project. But going back to the whole number, the number came about because as I was saying, I was, I think it was probably around two o'clock in the morning, deadline day, it was quite, it was literally next day and I had no name for the whole project. So I decided to put my face on Photoshop and there's a tool called the pipette tool in Photoshop where it allows you to find the color code of any color. You apply the pipette tool, pipette two. So I decided to just give it a go. Let's see what happens. So I found that my Pantone color of my complexion is 478. So 10 years later, when I'm now going through a reflective state of life, I'm now thinking about marriage, family, all of this kind of stuff. And I'm creating a business that is reflective and represents, I guess, black culture and also diversity. I thought, let's create a, let's create, let's, let's create a business and maybe let's maybe rebirth this name or number 478. So that's how it came about, 478 Studios. Wow, that's powerful right there. So I can see how you've taken your university projects and experiences at university and in your mm. life into, you know, your actual agency. Yeah. It's, it's quite funny because, um, one of my, one of my best friends, um, he's got an agency called Studio 14. Shout out to Toby. Um, mm -hmm. they're based in Birmingham and Lagos. And, um, he named the studio after the number, the door number of his, of his parents' house address. Um, so it's quite interesting to hear all these different stories that people have mm. for, um, naming their agencies. But I think your one is quite special. Mm, um, thank you. So this, this is a good segue. You're welcome. It's a good segue for you to tell us more about 478 because um, I know um, you have a mission with, with the studio to kind of like um, represent, you know, um, the ethnic, you know, black backgrounds and cultures a lot more with, with mm. your agency. Could you tell us a bit more about that? Yeah. So I guess at the heart of what we do, we are a branding agency that's, and that believes in the power of branding, storytelling and design to elevate and create brands led by diverse and conscious founders. And what I mean by conscious and diverse founders is just trying to use the power of good design, the power of good branding and good storytelling to give those founders who are diverse the equal amounts of, I guess, equity and position and opportunity to have a brand that is beautiful, that is powerful and that speaks to their community. So hopefully I can partner with those founders who have some great ideas, some global ideas and have ideas that will hopefully change the world one day or make communities better. So that's kind of our mission. So helping those founders with great ideas who come from diverse backgrounds with them, with their branding and their design, hopefully create great, great products and great businesses. That's, that's fantastic, Scott. Um, it really sounds like you want to take the extension of a person and help to realize or bring to life, you know, who they are as a person and, mm. you know, all of the, all the potential that's deep inside within them and use that f to help bring to life a particular business idea or um or an, or a brand you understand because at the end of the day um we are an extension of our brand and sometimes brands can kind of represent who we are as a person as well mm -hmm. um and that's why there's so many unique brands because everyone is unique and yeah. because everyone's unique you know we have so many brands, so many businesses that are unique because some of these brands and businesses are, have been established on the back of unique people and mm -hmm. unique people of color, you know, yeah. and unique people of culture. 
So I think it's powerful what you're doing, bringing design, storytelling and branding all together. And in this particular case, um, look, you know, working with conscious and diverse founders and helping them to bring to life certain ideas and helping them to realize their potential in terms of what they have to offer in terms of giving value to the one, to the society and communities as well. I liked when you mentioned, you know, giving back to communities as well. And, uh, and yeah. uh, there's quite a few people out there who are trying to commute, trying to contribute to, you know, different types of communities uh, mm. shout out to Alicia from black create connect you know she's trying mm. to communicate you know contribute to the black community doing what she's doing in particular and there's so many different people on these missions yeah. anyway let's continue um so that's a powerful story regarding the, the name of the, the of, of the agency and learning a little bit more about what you do um tell us a bit about some of the clients you've worked with so i know you've worked with quite a number of dynamic um and interesting brands you know barclays yeah. eagle labs you've also worked with um the black uh, founders hub as well um tell us a yeah. bit tell us about some of the projects that have been quite special mm. to you that have stood out yeah, and well, I, think, I think I think the Wayne just mentioned was quite a special one, Black Founders Hub. In terms of, I guess from the name itself, it's quite it's quite fitting in terms of my mission and the mission of Four Seven H Studios, but also the I guess the scope of work that we were able to do for Black Founders Hub. <clears throat> so the project in itself was a full rebrand. So we did everything from their strategy in terms of helping them identify what their mission is and their purpose, and then from there we use that to inform how we're going to creatively create what we call the visual identity. So things like the logo, the color palettes, the typefaces that we use and create to represent that brand across all the platform and media. So from the website as well. And then from there, we then also had the opportunity to create and design their website. This was like a e-commerce website that was able to be a place that hosted their members from their various networks and also mm -hmm. a place to host events and purchase events for their masterclasses, which is basically a beautiful platform for black founders who are looking to scale up their service-based businesses and hopefully using platforms such as masterclasses, knowledge-based environments and, and events as well to hopefully inform, educate and also elevate some of those incredible and gifted black founders that are part of their community and network that they were building led by three amazing people. So you got Rasida Abdullahi, David McQueen and Denise Nurse, who were the co-founders of Black Founders Hub. And I think the beauty of that project was, I think from the start to the end, it was kind of like a weird, a weird thing. So I remember that was a project that actually was one of those ones where my faith probably kicked in at, at, at its peak almost when I was starting 47H Studio. So I was living at home with my dad and before I got married mm -hmm. and I was thinking about I think during that time, when I first got offered the opportunity to pitch for the project, I think I was doing like a social media fast. And whoever, if, if you don't know what social media fast is, it's basically, you know, staying stay off social media because social media can be quite distracting sometimes. So I thought, let me, let me get off this, this platform, Instagram. So I was, I, was, I had like two or three weeks off Instagram. And then when I came back onto social media, I had a DM from one of the founders saying, oh, we'd like to maybe ask if you want to be part of this project. But it was like three weeks old, the message. So I thought, oh gosh, I've now wasted or missed an opportunity that could have been really, really perfect. But obviously it didn't, that wasn't <laughs> the case. So luckily a bit of prayer and a bit of um, presenting, we were, we were gifted the opportunity to work with them. And I think that was a project that allowed me to really, I guess, like fine tune my skills and also help me to be quite creative in terms of 
how can I actually create something that could hopefully be quite effective and host and also hopefully be something that would be of value to the founders as well. And I think the most useful part of the project was, I think that's where I was able to mm-hmm. use poetry, which I think I now call my superpower, I think, <laughs> in a way to kind of paint a picture <laughs> for my clients. So what I mean by that is I use poetry quite often now to create what branding agencies normally call a brand manifesto. And that is normally what I do for the clients now going forward. So as part of the host strategy kind of elements of the brand or the rebrand I deliver, I would probably have a little bit where I call call it a brand narrative, but I use the workshop insights with a client to create a poem, so to speak, or spoken word piece that allows us to really, I guess most, most importantly, tell the client that, hey, I fully get what you're saying. And this is what this is my interpretation of your purpose and your mission and the brand and business you're creating. And then from that, we normally, we normally are able to find a small element of that poem or within that poem to inspire the creative afterwards. That's great. That's awesome. So um, you also have a play in the creative design of the actual project. So a clients may come with their own ideas and perspectives and um, feelings of how they want the project to, to, to go. But then you, your agency will also come up with their own ideas and you would recommend, mm-hmm. you know, um, certain ideas based on your experience and your creativity in terms of how, mm-hmm. you know, they, you, they could best get their ideas and how they could best represent and um, communicate their business online. And yeah. as a result, it sounds like the clients like, like, you know, like your proposition and they, and you tend to go with it. Yeah. 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 So yeah, it was, it was a really great project. And I think the team behind it, they're all incredible individuals as well. So it's a really great project to be part of. And I think just looking back on what we we're able to create and even after the project was then launched, we were able to use that poem and then I was able to create, um, a, a small short, short video where I was able to involve my, my cousin, who is a quite well-known dancer in Ghana, and she was able to work with me mm-hmm. via WhatsApp to art direct and shoot a video on the body beats. I think that was last year, where she basically did a, a contemporary dance to the, the spoken word piece that I wrote. And then actually my wife, then at the time, she was the one who was narrating <laughs> the video. So that was our first little post, mm-hmm. post-marriage, post-wedding project together as a husband and wife. So that was quite fun. Wonderful. So, yeah. <laughs> so it was good. Wonderful. Congratulations with that. And it shows how amazing the results can be when you repurpose a bit of content. You just never Mm. know how far it can take you and and where, and where, where you can go and whose attention it it can get, it can get from you. Um, That's amazing, Scott. There's a few areas you've mentioned that I probably want to double tap on. So um, first of all, you know, you're married. Congratulations. Um, I'm sure you've been, uh, you know, married for a little while. I hope it's going well. Um, yeah. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. So yeah, marriage has been, it's been, it's been beautiful. So I guess how long have we married for? I think it's been, it'll be, it'll be a year. It'd be two years in September. So it's, yeah. So it's been, congratulations. Still fairly, fairly, still fairly new, I guess, compared to some others, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's been, it's been, it's been beautiful. Yeah. And actually today is actually, our son's six month, six months birthday. Is that a birthday? I think you can call it a birthday, right? Half a year. <laughs> so yeah. So our, our son is six, <laughs> our son is six months today. So yeah, it's a special day today. Oh, so, congrats! Yeah. Oh, that's that's wonderful. Yeah. That's that's wonderful. That's wonderful. And um, 
let's 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 segue i'll come back to, to some other points you mentioned so i'll, I'll keep that for in my mind mm-hmm. let's talk about what 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 kind of legacy do you want for seven eight studios to leave for your for your mm-hmm. for your family for, for your kids um mm-hmm. you know you've been working really hard in this agency for quite some time now and of course you've got some goals which which will touch to but what what kind of legacy do you want to leave in the future and what does the, what does that future look like for, for scott and his family yeah that's a great question i think that's the one i'm still trying to really dig deep and i think perfect or find out but i think the main legacy i want to leave is i want to give back to i guess creators back home in ghana so like the if if all things lined up in pleasant places i think it'll be it'd be beautiful if i was able to create some kind of academy or school where creators back home in ghana were able to you know have all have all fees paid and to be able to do something and just go go and follow the dream so None of that issue around, oh, daddy wants me to be a lawyer, daddy wants me to be an engineer. You can if you want to be a creative, come into come to this place. All all fees are paid and just, you know, excel. Be creative without any any kind of same or any kind of restrictions. That's that's kind of what I would love to do. Just trying to give the opportunity to hopefully do something for some incredible talented kids back home. And hopefully maybe you never know, maybe I might be back that's in the fantastic. As well. Yeah. Okay, so maybe relocation to Ghana could be on the horizon. Who knows in the future? Never know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. All right. Let, we'll let's see. Let's see what go. Let's see what doors God opens for you. Let's Amen. see what happens. Um, yeah. I'm loving your vision, Scott. Um, I had a conversation with Mika Abraham in season two, and she was talking about how talent is in abundance in Ghana, which yeah. mean you've probably seen going there, but yeah. it just doesn't get the the resources and the attention that it deserves. Mm-hmm. And, and and the government are blind to, you know, what is out there, sadly. Yeah. Um and could do a lot more. I mean, let's face yeah. it, so many institutions, organizations that could do a lot more, you know, to support creators in Ghana and help to really realise and maximize the potential that we have. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to hear about this hub that you're thinking of doing in the future and hopefully by God's grace that comes to life. Um, maybe you'll yeah. see the black creatives hub, but I suppose yeah. maybe not the black creatives hub because everyone is black in Ghana. So maybe four, <laughs> seven, eight hub or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll try and work on the name. Yeah. We'll try and work on something. Yeah. Yeah. Abs- absolutely. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm really liking this, this vision and you know, I'm sure, you know, you're going to pray that this will this will come to fruition. And speaking of prayer, you also mentioned a bit about your faith. And, yeah. you know, you went on a fast, social media fast. You know, yeah. I actually saw a great video on TED Talk a few years ago about a man who, who fasted a year of social media. And mm. the, the results that that did for him was astounding. I recommend you check that out yeah. maybe i'll pull it in the show notes um yeah, in, in this episode so check the description box if you're watching on youtube if you're listening on the podcast place check the description below i'll probably have that link in there for you um but yeah talk talk us through what 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 your faith has done for you your family and for your marriage for your business and mm-hmm. uh, and yourself i suppose you know what what it means yeah. to you yeah uh, that's a, that's a that's a very good question i think in terms of faith and my yeah, my faith and belief in God is, it's been quite, it's been a pillar that I've been standing on and something that I try and affirm myself with regularly. So when it comes to my faith, I think it really kicked in probably just before I got married, to be honest. So I remember 
my wife and I, we decided to go move back home part of our, as part of our, our faith and and then just live, I guess, separately and honour that, 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 that way of life. And then as we prepared to get married, we came together and during that season of, I guess, living, living independently, their parents, I was able to just really hone in personally into my faith before going into marriage and those major milestones that I was about to enter into. And I think that was probably a really beautiful season because it partly due to COVID as well. So that offers that kind of helped in terms of what else, what else you get to do. You're at home, you've got a Bible next to you. Hey, it's a perfect time to, <laughs> to, to get into the word, right? So that was a really perfect time for someone like me to get back into my faith and take it seriously. And I think from then on, as part of being a part of a church community as well, that has kind of helped me just really dig deep into my faith and just also find particular scriptures that really would help me during trying times. And I think fast forward to when we got married, I then got a got a new job, and I was thinking, yes, I'm 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 the guy now, you know. I've got a good job now. I'm I'm married. We're about to get a new place, and then during that season, we actually had to raise a few more funds to secure the property we're about to purchase. And during that season, we were thinking, we just got married. That's quite expensive. But I've got a new job, so hopefully, God willing, we'll be able to find the difference. But one, there was two different, there were two very important things that were going to happen during that period. And within a space of three months, I lost my job, or I, people might say I left my job. And then within that time period as well, <laughs> within that time period as well, um, before we secured the property, we didn't have enough funds. Like in terms of enough funds, we had we were, we had a gap, a deficiency of a few thousand, so we say, to to secure on our, our our new property. And then during that season as well, we were thinking like, God, we're we're praying now. We have to sew up because <laughs> there's so much here that is on the line right now. But I think if we go to I guess the the first chapter, which is me losing or leaving my job, however people want to perceive it. It was basically down to a conversation I had with my wife and even deep down with myself. So obviously we've now been married and three months or two months into the job, I'm not quite enjoying it. Yes, it's a great salary and all that kind of stuff, but I wasn't enjoying it at all. I remember my dad would call me and he was like, Scott, how's a new job going? He, he can tell by my voice that, Scott, what's going on? This is not, this is not the Scott I know. And even my wife, she wasn't happy. She wasn't too keen on the hours and and all that kind of stuff. And and she knew deep, deep down, this is not the man that I, I know or I'm married. And we had a conversation because she knew that I want to have my own business and I want to create an agency that is more reflective of my mission. Whereas I'm just working this job, just to kind of pay bills basically. And, you know, it's kind of, it's going down the traditional route. So I had a conversation with God. And I basically said, God, you know me, you know your son. I'm not the best person at saying no. <laughs> so the only way I can leave this job is if I get sacked. And <laughs> and then I think two weeks later You pray to be leave. sacked. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, exactly. So that's exactly what people said in church when they heard testimony. They were like, What? <laughs> so so yeah, so what happened? So I think two weeks later, I yeah got an email in property email saying Scott would like to have a conversation with you and then the funny thing is 
not little did I know, my wife had a dream the day before, which kind of mm -hmm. basically portrayed everything that was going to happen in this meeting. So it's like wow. God almost warned her before it happened. So, so now mm. I've had this email. I go into this virtual meeting with this American, to the American company I was working remotely, and I jump into the meeting and basically said, um, "Scott, we've had a um, a look or had a, this, a conversation, and we think we're going to just end the cut ties here." And it's like, okay, no warning, nothing really, nothing, nothing at all. Just that's it, going to cut ties. And the Americans are quite hard. There's no, there's no kind of leeway or a, a couple of months of, you know, bump, like com comfort to give you a little bit of time to have a peace. It was literally two weeks and that's that. So, so I, I remember that meeting. It was very, it was very, very short, let's say. And I was like, okay, okay, then this is it. This is God, God heard my, God heard my prayer, I guess. And I remember, I remember. <laughs> my wife on WhatsApp saying, I think I've just been sacked. And she was like, what? So we had a conversation. And then when I got home, I was playing a song called, I think it's called Trust You, like a gospel song called Trust You. And the lyrics were just kind of speaking mm -hmm. to what happened in terms of having faith and trusting God no matter what is going on. And then when I got home, my wife then told me her, her dream, where basically there was some kind of mis misunderstanding or basically a culture clash between the employer and the employee in terms of the, the employee not quite telling with the company. And I guess, mm. I guess it was a year or two years later, all my, all of my team have already left that company who were in that business. And there were startups. I'm not too sure wow. if things were going, right in, going down the right direction anyway. So maybe God can mm. be out quickly before things went, went further. But that was the first episode of faith really having to kick in and just believing that hey we're here now let's really trust god and and just let's, let's really pursue this business and he's been providing for us ever since and been helping us throughout this season and fast forward to now to we're now to, at, at the same time i've now obviously been let go that was in probably november i think it was and two we're now about to close on mortgage and so if I now fast Praise forward, God, to, yeah. So we now fast fast forward to January, a month before we were meant to get the keys for our new place. I, I got I get a contract with a client that would give me six months worth of work, so I was I was comfortable. And my wife was she was in her job as well, so it was good. But we still had a bit of a a gap to make sure we could secure those keys. And I remember going mm. to to church and that luckily my birthday is in January and in January we have our fasting in church as well so again we are fasting and praying and I remember our, our, our pastor said that she, she, she recited one of the scriptures where, where Jesus I think doing the boat and and he says we will get to the other side and I was like okay okay that's that's my word for the season we'll get to the other side whether or not he's got the pillow and he's sleeping we will get to the other side, whether regardless of the storms, whatever might happen, we'll get to the other side. So I standing on that mm. road throughout that season. And I remember now it's February. February 7th is when the keys are meant to be in our hands. But February, I think the 4th, we still had a few thousands of pounds left to raise. So we've now got maybe, let's say, mm. five days. <laughs> we can lose all our savings in five days or we can walk into our new property in five days. So now I've... I've now 
secure the contracts, but they're now being a bit, they're kind of misbehaving in terms of deposits and whatever. So I'm really now pissing. So, hey, client X, please, can you give me a deposit to secure and commit to this agreement? And they normally say traditionally, they don't give a deposit just yet. They normally wait until you've delivered, delivered on the project for a month or two or a month, and then they'll pay after. But luckily, again, God being so good, we were able to get the deposit. That was obviously the money that I needed to help contribute to the securing the property. And then, <clears throat> then literally an hour before that, my wife, I get a bank notification, X amount of that, X amount of money has gone into our accounts. I was like, um, my love, what's happened? What's going on here? What's this money? <laughs> And it's like, you won't believe it. <laughs> Joint <that>. account. <laughs> exactly. It's just like she said, you won't believe it, Scott. But basically, no, when, you remember years ago, I used to work like uh, almost like uh, at uni and after uni, doing like a few hours a day teaching kids how to speak English who were French speaking. And she was like, I was like, yeah, yeah. It's like they backdated pay from all of those years of holiday that apparently they were owed to me. So, and it was like, this is like back at uni, like we're now 30 old, 30 years old. This is like uni time. So this is like over 10 mm. years ago. So backdated pay mm. from then on, they've, they've, they've somehow remembered you after 10 years and have given you X amount of money that has now literally 24, 24 hours before we could have lost everything. We've now got property in a great location that's now blessing us to this day as well. So. And helping and, co- and helping provide for us during the season well going on this entrepreneurial journey so yeah so yeah faith faith is one of those things that you can't see it but you do have to believe believe in it so yeah it's it's, it's one that by faith remember yeah by sight exactly <laughs> yeah so that's that's my my testimony and that's my story yeah <laughs> yeah Man, that's a powerful, powerful story, man. That is powerful, honestly. Um, what what a journey you've been on, and mm. you can see what God has done for you. You know, God has been that refuge for you during the COVID lockdowns. God's been that comforter, and He's been that um, sustainer, you know, to you during your period when you weren't married, but you were mm. waiting to get married. God has been a provider for you. When you mm. when you needed him to come through at the last minute or you know at yeah. the final hour or the eleventh hour whatever they call it you know to, to be able to get these contracts signed for you to get the keys to your property, mm. man, what a story! What a story! It just shows what faith faith does for you, man. And I'm sure it really is a anchor in your life and your families, man. So yeah. praise God, praise God. Yeah, no, thank you. And it's great to even be able to to say that because I don't know if I've been told. All of my friends, like the full, the full story and the and the various chapters of it. So yeah, it's great to share that with you mm. and those who might be oh. listening. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for sharing that with us. Thanks for sharing that with us. So that's a powerful story, honestly. Um, I could share similar stories, you know, to you where God has moved in a similar way in my life, and uh, He does He does always come through when you want Him to, but He comes through when you mm. need Him to. That's why I usually exactly. say, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, this this is this has been powerful, Scott. This has been powerful, Scott. You're certainly a man on a mission, and um, it it was it was sad when, you know, the job wasn't working out, and mm. you know it was quite funny, but it's counterintuitive when you pray to get sacked and you got sacked yeah. and it happened, and yeah. your wife had that dream, you know, seeing it happen mm. before her very eyes. 
But then look mm. where it's got you today, right? Look where it's got you yeah. today. You know, you're doing great things. You know, f- for the for the creative and the diverse community, and the conscious community. You know, you've got a good agency. The website looks fantastic, by the way. Um, you're Thank doing you. a great job, man. So, so, so just 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 keep it going. So, on that note, what as you believed God for crazy things, right? For Him to come mm. through the last minute, thousands of pounds needed for you and your wife to be able to get the keys to this property. Now you have a beautiful baby boy or baby girl, yeah. baby boy, yeah. baby girl, baby boy. Yeah, his name is Mikael. Baby boy, that's it. Yeah, Mikael. Yeah. There you go. Do you yeah. know what Mikael means? Do you know the name of of Mikael? Yeah, so it's basically when you look at him, you'll see God. So the beauty of God is mm. upon him. So when you see him, it's a reflection, a reminder of God's presence. Yeah. And a reminder of what God's done for you and, and your yeah. wife and your family. Amen. Yeah, Praise God. Yeah. You, know, you know, we had a conversation with Juliana um, on the mm. side of Accra some months ago, and she is the um, host of No Shame in My Name podcast. And she really likes to interview people who, you know, have a name and she believes mm. everyone who has a name has a story has a story to share so we'll put mm. a link in the description notes for that episode for you guys that want want to listen to that and maybe i'll recommend you scott to go on her show and tell your story about your name and maybe your boy's name who knows mm. um yeah so let's 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 you're welcome so let's let's keep this going so as i was saying before you've obviously believed god for some crazy things and and you've done you've taken wild crazy steps you know you've walked by faith and you've seen god you know move in your life in a powerful way what crazy goals do you have for 478 studios and 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 in your life and what can we expect yeah i think i think the craziest goal we have is to build something that would I think the crazy goal is to create that academy for creative kids back home. That is the crazy goal that I would love to have. And part of that is kind of inspired by the Woven by projects where I just wanted to create something that's beautiful that could maybe eventually, after we can sell X amount, ideally 80 sales is what we needed to ideally create. Like I said, that would probably pay or provide a scholarship basically for a child to go to one of the top schools back home in Ghana fully fully paid and yeah I hope you can do that but on a bigger scale that's the that's like the the crazy dream that I would love to be able to do so in a few years time or in X amount of time we'll see what happens but that's the the crazy goal that I'm hoping that we'll be able to do or deliver one through the business that's what's up that's what's up Scott let's keep our fingers closed and um, and where can everyone support the the Woven By project and connect with 478 Studios and yourself? Yeah, so our website is 478studios.com and on our website you can see our store where you can see our projects and our art pieces such as Welcome Buy and other things like that. And yeah, yeah, check us out on Instagram as well, 478 underscore studios as well. Awesome. Awesome. We'll have all of the links in the description box, whether you're watching on YouTube or listening on the podcast play. So please have a look out for that. Um, Scott, this has been an amazing conversation. I'm sure you've inspired a few people and you've definitely inspired me today. And I hope everything goes well with the agency and with your future projects. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me.